Hi, Michael. Welcome to O Rendezvous, and thank you for giving me your time from your hectic schedule as an author with your debut book, Redefining Success. So, uh, let us know how did you start your journey? I mean, you have mentioned you are a scientist. So, is it a data scientist or a real scientist? And you know, from MBA to author, how did that happen? Yeah. Hi, Mary. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so yeah, I, I was a real scientist, as you called it. Uh, so I started off in the lab doing breast cancer research. And yeah, from there, I did all sorts of stuff and in biotech and in the nonprofit space, trying to manage private-public partnerships and neuroscience and oncology and cardiovascular disease. So all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and then what ended up happening was my father ended up getting sick and passed away when I was about 28 years old. And it really made me reflect and, and realize, you know, I needed to figure out why I was doing the things that I was doing and find what I was passionate about in life because it can be taken away from you very quickly. And so I decided to go back to school, and get my MBA. And along the way, I did all sorts of research because I'm a scientist. And I interviewed and talked to all sorts of people that had wonderful stories. And I realized that my struggle to balance all of the things in my life and to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted to do it was not unique. Everyone struggles with these things, no matter how old or young you are and no matter what your situation is. So yeah, that was the seeds for the book. And here we are, I'll be published in December. The pre-order campaign just launched, so very exciting. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. So how is the response coming in for the pre-order? So far, so good, actually. So I have uh, 85 orders already. I just launched last week. It's literally been one week. And, you know, I, I couldn't be happier with how it's going. Uh, the, the response has been amazing. Uh, I think with the social media, you know, this success thing has been, you know, amplified a lot. We have a lot of pages and a lot of coaches. And all these celebrities, all of them talking about success, success, you know, manifestations, positive affirmations, all these things are there for people nowadays at the click of a button, you can say. So how is your book different from all of these? You know, what is the real deal in that? Yeah, so most people that the social media that you're talking about, it's about power, it's about fame, celebrity, how many likes do you have? How much money do you have? What's your job title? right? That's what most people consider success. It's very career centric or very, you know, looking for fame and affirmation, right? I'm here to tell you that what is success to you is unique to you and no one can define that but you. Same with me. Everything else is hollow, right? Uh, how many likes you get, how much money you make, those could all be surrogates. But in the end, if that's not aligned with your own personal priorities, then in the end, all of that kind of hollow, superficial metrics for success won't bring you happiness and fulfillment. And we've seen that with other celebrities. We've seen that with lottery winners, right? They get handed all this money all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And then 75% of them are bankrupt within five years. Mm -hmm. So the money doesn't, the money by itself doesn't bring happiness. The celebrity status does not bring happiness by itself. But if you're living truly aligned, you understand your priorities and you're living a well-rounded life, that can bring happiness, fulfillment, and all of the great things that come with that. 
Right. So any good example from your book that you can pick out or any anecdote that you could share, like from extract from the interviews or whatever, like may, it might have made an impact, especially to you personally, or maybe from your personal life itself, like how would you define success? Then? Yeah, so maybe I'll share from the book and then I, I can share my own personal definition. Um, so from the book, um, I don't know if you're familiar with fear of missing out. The, the phrase fear FOMO, yeah, right? So I talked to, I interviewed the man who came up with that expression, who made it famous. Mm -hmm. And he was experiencing this while he was in school. He didn't know how to balance school and social life and career aspirations. And it was overwhelming. But despite all of that, he decided to go and he followed all of the pressures of society to chase money. Mm -hmm. And he became an investment banker. And he was making more money than he could have ever imagined. And he was miserable. And then what happened was 2008, the Great Recession happened. And he lost literally everything. And he was so miserable, he had lost all the money that had, he had accumulated. And he literally, his health deteriorated. He was on a heart monitor. This was a young man in his late 20s. So he had to really think, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? How am I doing them? And so since then, he has embraced that feeling of FOMO. And what he has done is differentiated himself. He is now a modern day Renaissance man. And he is an author and he is a, an advisor and he is a consultant. And he, has, he does all of these things that better align with the lifestyle that he wants, the things that he cares about the mission that he cares about. So I love that example because one, we all know FOMO. We all feel it every day almost, mainly because of social media. If you think about it, you see someone, you're like, oh, I'm jealous. I want that. Or I see them having fun. I want to join them. And so I think that's a really cool example. I have a, I have a dozen of those examples in the book. For me, you asked my definition of success. For me, so family really matters to me. And so I have a wife, we have a dog, you know, I have a sister and, and nieces and nephews and all these great things. And so I really value my time with them. I value time with my friends. I value being able to travel and see different things and experience different cultures. I don't necessarily need that many possessions. Mm -hmm. And so as long as I'm able to provide for my family, I'm able to help others. So my why, if you will, is I want to help others live their best lives. So I do that in two ways. One, through my full-time role. Uh, so I'm still in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And so I love bringing like innovative drugs to market, like medications, if you will. But then on my side role, this book and consulting and coaching, mentoring, I love helping others figure out what makes them feel passionate, what brings them happiness, and how can we take tangible steps to make sure that they're living their best life in a more holistic way. Speaking about the holistic way, we have also a lot of meditation and you know yoga and all these getting famous nowadays, like everybody's practicing it. So are these things also important uh, apart from you know running after your goals or there has to be a balance between all of these things? Yeah, so the balance is up to you, right? If, if yeah. you really care about your career, you can have a balanced life that is balanced for you that is centered around your career. That's fine. Same thing with family, right? 
some people decide to stay at home with their kids and they really embrace that the role of a parent and that's fantastic that's success too right and so i think that the balance is up to you there's no real there's no right or wrong it's just what what matters to you in terms of meditation mindfulness journaling there's all sorts of tactics that I actually dive into in the book because there's actually scientific literature that shows the, the benefits of these things. And by themselves, they're not going to bring you that balance and that peace of mind. But as tools, they can make you be more mindful and make you reflect. And so they are very helpful. And there's a lot of really cool science in there that I dive into in the book about how they can be so helpful. Um, so as humans you know we feel a lot of emotions so obviously we can't be happy and uh, you know running after success all the time there is always failure and setback so how do we deal with that is is there something regarding failure because nobody talks so much about failure everybody is like success success so is there something about failure in your book how to deal with it how to get through your setback? yeah yeah, so I do talk about failure. Uh, so failure is just the learning opportunity, right? It means that something went wrong and there's always lessons learned. There's always ways to improve and there's ways to view it. So I talk a lot about uh, the growth mindset and the research behind the growth mindset. And what that means is there's two mindsets that you can have. The fixed mindset, which is we're all born innate with a, a certain amount of intelligence, a certain amount of ability, a certain amount of a way of thinking and that's okay and then there's the growth mindset which is pretty much every facet of life can you can work on it and you can improve and there's countless countless examples of how that's actually true and so when dealing with failure if you have a fixed mindset you say okay it wasn't meant to be i'm not good enough that's not working for me i i'm terrible and if you have the growth mindset, you say, okay, I tried, put myself out there, but let's look at all the positives that came out of it. I learned, I met new people, I made connections. You know, I learned about myself, but I also learned about how next time when I have a similar opportunity, I can not make those mistakes and I can take my dream or my passion one step further. So failure is definitely there and how we deal with failure is even more important than the failure itself. Right. So this project, it kind of started before COVID or was it during COVID that you, you know, kind of got the idea or formed the idea of writing this book? Uh, and what uh, message would it give to people? Like, especially now where people are dealing with loss and depression, like too much of chaos, you can say, in the world. So how will it, this book help them through all of this? Yeah, so, so my journey with this book actually started in 2018. So it's been a, a long time coming. Uh, so that's when my father passed and I really started down this path myself. And I was dealing, I was not in a good place. I was very sad, depressed. I didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. My life had been turned upside down, frankly. Mm -hmm. um, so that's when my journey started and I started reading and I interviewing and talking to people. And, you know, I, I agree with you, you can't always be happy, but what you can do is set yourself up so that when something terrible happens, you're better equipped to deal with it. And so for everyone that's struggling right now, you know, it doesn't help for someone to say, just be happy, mm -hmm. that's not helpful. But what you can do is take small steps every day. Um, one that I like to suggest to people is the practice of gratitude. 
And so, you know, we all like to think about the things that we don't have, right? We want more money. We want a bigger house. We want, you know, if we had, if we've experienced loss, we focus on the loss, but there's so much good in our lives that we can be grateful for in any given day, right? The people that still are close to us, the things that we do have, the job or the uh, activities or the community, the health that we have. So there's a lot of research out there that shows that by simply writing or saying all of the things that you're grateful for, and this is a practice that my wife and I actually started, um, simply doing that allows you to become more resilient when tough times come, allows you to embrace the good, allows you to have a more positive mindset in the world. Not to say that every day will be positive, but it will help if you remember the things that you have because in the end, life is short and uh, there's a lot of good and yeah, there's some bad, but we, we should focus on the good when we can. Right, we should focus on the good, that's true. So do you, do you mean that it's on our own free will that we can be happy and successful and not on like, you know, comparing ourselves with others? Is that the message? Yeah, um, so if we align our lives around the things that we care about, then we will by definition be happier, right? So uh, there's some really cool research out there that shows that happiness is actually 50% genetic, 40% mentality, and 10% our circumstances. And what's crazy is everyone wants to focus on our circumstances, right? How much money we have, where we live, what we do, how we spend our time. And everyone wants to constantly change these things. And that's the smallest piece of the pie. Only 10% of our happiness is those things. The most important thing that we can control is that mentality, how we live every day, what we're grateful for, how we decide to spend our time and our energy that will drive the happiness equation. So, you know, I dive into that research in my book and then I create, I have a framework for how you can figure out what matters to you and how you prioritize those things and how you can start taking small steps to get closer to your definition of success. Right, so on a parting note, what message would you like to give to your readers and your fans? Yeah, so I think for me, the biggest thing is we all feel all this pressure all the time to go by society's definition for success, right? Money, power, fame. We see it everywhere. There's pressures all the time. But in the end, those things will be hollow if you're not living a life that is aligned with your own priorities and you're not focusing on the things that you truly care about. And so, you know, we can't change the past. Whatever we did, we did. And the future, you know, we can take tangible steps to get closer to that happiness and fulfillment that we all desire. So today's a great day to reflect, start thinking about what do I care about? And, you know, I, I would love to help along the journey if I can. You know, you can go to my website, you can set up a call with me, you can reach out and anything that I can do to help, I'm, I'm here for you. And I wish everyone the best in their own journey to redefining success thank you so much michael for being on or on the view and we wish you all the success with redefining success and i hope people really like taking the advice and getting a life coach from you thank you so much for spending the evening with me thank you yeah thank you so much mary this is fantastic thank you